0: Tell us, what will these things be, and what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? These were the questions the disciples asked Jesus. And Jesus began his response with, Take heed that no one deceives you. What did he mean, and what else did he tell the disciples? Join Eddie Armstrong and me, Charlie Hayes, in our in-depth discussion as we seek our answers from Scripture. So, Eddie, there are times when bad things happen, and there are a lot of self-help books people look at to try to figure out what to do about them uh, when bad things are going on in their lives. And there's another self-help book that we recommend, which is called The yes. Bible. And we've been, <laughs> we've been studying the book of uh, Matthew chapter 24, and it's parallel in Luke 21, and we saw all these terrible things which the bible says are going to come upon us it's not like he hid it from Mm us tribulation persecution storms wars a lot of things going to happen and instead of getting tied up in desperation and worry in verse 28 of luke 21 it says for us to look up and lift up
1: our heads yes that's a that's a wonderful thing and Uh, Notice here, too, that uh, the people who are seeing all this tribulation going on are still there. They're not uh, on a seven-year honeymoon in heaven, uh, like some would say. We firmly believe and can prove it from Scripture, which is what we're um, going to be doing in the next several sessions, to show that uh, God does not take his people out of tribulation, but allows them to endure it, for a testimony we uh, read that also in Luke 21 uh, that it is a testimony for uh, for God God there's never been a time in earth's history where God is uh, not taking people through the tribulation and not out of it uh, there's an old saying that if God brought you to it he can take you through it and that seems to be the the call for the end time people
0: It says that I was shocked a few weeks ago when I was out with my, my son and we were just hiking around and I took a turn, went up the hill, didn't, you know, we were just having a good time together. And there was a guy on top of the hill who had just asked the question, is it possible to know Jesus? Yeah. And I realized right then that I was sent um, to tell him the answer. Yeah. So I had not had time to rehearse anything. I had to pray that the Holy spirit would give the answer to this guy. Right. Needed. Uh, that trust is something we can actually build today mm-hmm. for the times when we, we're going to be in more perilous times.
1: Yeah. You know, I love that experience. You told me about that. Uh, that's a wonderful leading of God in your life. And it's amazing how he sent you to the West coast <laughs> and, uh, you guys met at a certain time. Uh, I've had a similar experience. Oftentimes, God will call us uh, to encourage other Christians. And I had that opportunity the other day with a man who was putting in our uh, fiber optics. I followed him around being his assistant and helping, helping him. So we got to talking about the Lord, and I learned a lot about uh, this young man and uh, probably a hour's time. We talked a lot about the Lord and was I was able to encourage him to endure some of the things that he was going through. The, the message here that we're seeing about the tribulation uh, in Matthew 24, there is a tribulation that is very much talking about what the disciples would be going through before 70 AD, but it also corresponds to things it's kind of a model, as it were, of some of the things that would be happening at the end of time. Let's start with verse 15, and this is, this is a tough verse here. It says, therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, standing in the holy pa- place, whoever reads, let him understand. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Now, this is a very literal application to what was going to happen to the people living there in Judea when Jerusalem was uh, surrounded by the armies, the Roman armies that was about to uh, destroy that city. Now, Jesus refers to the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet. So one of the first things you'd want to do is go back and look at uh, Daniel and see what he had to say about the abomination of desolation. And that's what I'm going to right now.
0: (laughs) Well, as you're you're doing that, this is very interesting what's going on here. There is a type and an Mm -hmm. anti-type in Jesus's description here. And if you don't understand what I'm saying (laughs) by saying that, so often we see models, I'll call that Mm -hmm. the type, of what is going to happen later on. And in this case, it's the model is the destruction of Jerusalem in 70 AD becomes the type or the model for the actual second coming. And so some of the attributes of the destruction of Jerusalem are woven into the second coming of Jesus and the destruction happens then. It's, it's really exciting when you understand that's going on. We had a study the other day where we we're talking about Daniel chapter six, which is the, the Daniel the yes. Lion's Den. Daniel is a type of Jesus in that case because he's without blemish he's he's convicted without for no good reason <laughs> by a government he's he's put behind a stone that's sealed like Jesus was into the grave but yet he comes out like Jesus did so that's sort of the type and then the model was in fact that was the type the antitype was Jesus is actually doing that so here we sort of see this going parallel right through the scripture of the destruction of Jerusalem and the second coming all mixed together.
1: That's true. Uh, So Jesus was giving them an instruction. And that instruction was that when you begin to see this abomination of desolation, spoken by Daniel the prophet, standing in the holy place, that they are to flee uh, uh, those that are in Judea, flee to the mountains. And it, he even says, look, if you're on the housetop, don't go down or take anything out of the house and let them that are in the field not to go back and get their clothes. But he's saying just get out of town because uh, the destruction God. is about to occur and he's wanting to protect those. And he even goes on to say uh, that woe to those who are pregnant. Into to those who are nursing babies in those days, because that was going to make the trip rough for them out of town. It doesn't say that they wouldn't get out of town. It just said it would be tough. And he said to even pray that your flight won't be in the winter. That's an obvious thing, right? You're going to be cold and you don't want to be in that situation. And then he says, or on the Sabbath. So even 70 and 70 AD, There's still some uh, respect here for the Sabbath. A lot of people don't like that, but Jesus said it. If he said it, I believe it. Uh, He's showing some respect for having to flee on a day that's meant for rest. And maybe we can talk more about this fleeing from uh, from Jerusalem and how that applies to us next time.
0: Looking to bless someone. How about sharing the Answers from Scripture podcast? For more information, go to Answersfromscriptureonline.com. Online.com. For personal Bible studies, go to bibleschoolscom 1514. To join our Daniel and Revelation seminar, go to YouTube in the Daniel and Revelation channel. There's information in our description and a link. To contact us directly, go to AFSEpisodes at gmail.com. And as always, thank you for joining us as we seek our answers from Scripture.